Hey, welcome to the After Horror Podcast with me, Paul. Me, Mike. And me, Chris. And no Dan. No Dan. He's tired. He's a sleepy little boy. He's tired. So oh, he's, he's having a yeah. good little snooze. So he ain't doing it. Um, <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast to help you go to sleep, um, like Dan is, then uh, should we do a little guided meditation? We've got to feel for yeah. content today. So, yeah, go on, just yeah, do it. Okay, so cl- close your... Right, hang on, I'll get, I'll get my ASMR up. <clears throat> hang on. <laughs> right. <laughs> Close your eyes and begin to relax. Um, do you want to pop a headphone in? You can. You can really get in on this. Do you can. You can get in as well if you want, mate. You, re- you ready right. for this? Close, close your eyes and begin to relax. You're imagining. Oh, yeah. uh, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. All right, Paul, Paul's <laughs> wrenched it out of his ear. Cl- close your eyes and begin to relax. Oh. You're on a. You're on a beach, and there's a man going om. <laughs> you ask him to stop. And he does. Isn't it wonderful? People just do as they ask the first time. Like the dishes or... Or other things. You relax as the waves crash slowly over your tippy toes. You think about all those cocksuckers at work. And how they can't touch a purity like yours. You, You think about... The knife in your hands and oh, it's gotten weird. how it slowly <laughs> presses between their ribs up into the intercostal muscles and into the juicy, juicy Oh my god, organs. he's got a hard on him. <laughs> <laughs> Something a little bit slowly, slowly watch the life leave their eyes and then they they all die. They all die. And you should find yourself nice and relaxed now. Um, oh shit, it's the Kraken! Right, that, that, that'll probably do it, I to be honest. Yeah. I'll pop in some, uh, some beach noises and stuff. That'd be, <laughs> a bit of whale song. That'd be nice, yeah, yeah. Um, although whale song on a beach <laughs> is actually terrifying. <laughs> and on your left, there's a beached whale. <laughs> Greenpeace are bucketing cold seawater onto it to hopefully try and preserve it. Do you know they explode? Did you know this? Yeah. Whales explode. A build up of gases. Because they're not supposed to... Because they dive to such temperatures, their bodies are like used to basically being against that pressure and when that doesn't happen everything sort of just goes and when a, when a whale beaches itself or gets beached um talk sheet get beached that's that sort of <laughs> classic whale saying hashtag um <laughs> then um then it'll end up on the beach and then because there's no pressure the gas will build up and they just explode and it's apparently it's like tnt so well, just be there, and everyone will be like, "Oh, this poor whale!" And they'll just go boom, and just fucking entrails and krill everywhere. So uh, that's that's today's real horror. Early, the real horror is beached, exploding whales. Um, and that's the end of the podcast. That's- Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask us what we've what we've been doing. I was going to, yeah, but you was really into this whale story or something. Well, I mean, I'm just trying to help. Some of our more sleepy listeners. Cause, I'm, I'm you know, pretty sleepy. I've got someone who's, and, but you're cracking on anyway, regardless. Yeah. I'm, what a trooper I'm you soldiering are. soldiering on. I mean, this is happening at your house, it in is, fairness. yeah, to be fair. Yeah. <coughs> well, I, we I we, haven't, we haven't bothered dragging the table out and shit like we normally do, so we could... I, I'm just this is go old school. This is, like, this is like it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. 
bare bones. Three friends. Could say. <laughs> Just sat around the microphone. Remember when it was three friends? No, no one getting really angry. <laughs> Like, he was imagine, so mad. He was so mad. I imagine, I imagine he would have a similar reaction <laughs> to this week's film. So, uh, well, we did. We did ask him, um, and he said, oh, "I wait, didn't understand." Wait, I'll quote. All right, okay. You, you can do the voice. Do do a hilarious voice. No, I can't do voices. But uh, this is uh, this is Dan's review of uh, Possum. I can sum it up for you now. I didn't get it. Exclamation mark. I was lost the whole way through. <laughs> Excellent. So we watched a film. Well, you're not going to tell us what you've been up to. Oh, you want to know what I've been up to? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Well, I'll, we're just wow, skipping around is, all over the place. This is fucked. Anarchy. <laughs> Complete chaos. And it's not even my fault. No, I've just eaten um, a really big surf and turf. I'm, I'm fucked. It's made my brain go... <laughs> <laughs> You're wild and crazy. Yeah, I've had so many carbs. Oh, I like it. it when gym people eat normal food for a bit. And they're like, <laughs> fuck it now! <laughs> but then obviously you go back to being beautiful. Yeah, it's had the opposite effect on me, though. I feel <coughs> tired. <laughs> Whereas I legit, it was a, cu- a couple of weeks ago, because I had quite a gig-heavy weekend, and I was teaching in between that. I accident. It really is accidentally, because of the, the, the kind of cattle eating grass mentality that you have when you're just driving and eating, which is what I do a lot. I, I realised I'd had three cheeseburgers in one day and they were all from different places. Ah, well, at least it was a bit <laughs> So of I went to McDonald's and then I That's went to... No, I know. <coughs> then I bought one at a gas station, or That's petrol garage. That's more of Depending on where you're from. Yeah. You're getting there. Uh, they were like school lunch ones. Yeah. Like proper cardboard. Mm. I loved it. I was like, this is actually delicious. It reminds, <laughs> me, of, those rustlers reminds me of being 11. Yeah. Um, and then um, the girlfriend was like, I'll take the five guys. Hey, like, there you go. We yes, have a win. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And I watched Maidstone Council put a parking ticket on a dude who literally turned up. Like he literally parked, parked up, stepped foot inside and they came over and, and then he, he was come out and was like what the fuck man like I'm literally I'm going to be two minutes Asshole. and she started she was laughing at him what yeah literally laughing at him and then wow <coughs> I think I think she took a selfie afterwards what I think I think she did I'm not sure because she held was her, he in the back she held her phone she held her phone up <laughs> she held her phone up and then like took a picture but it I don't know whether she was taking a picture of like a sign I couldn't see maybe I've seen or she was like before. hashtag ruining yeah, lives I'm just I like to think it's the latter <laughs> hashtag I'm, prick I'm going for that I like to think he was in the background sobbing looking at his ticket and she's like yeah but now the thing is right I was I was on his side until he came in and and tried the whole I think people have watched too much X Factor lads because oh, everyone was thinks he singing everyone no <laughs> <laughs> I've got an amazing song about I've got an amazing song did about, you try and get story his for free because he got a ticket <coughs> no no but I I like I get, it's my fault because I spoke to the guy but he came in he nah. was decidedly pissed off and I went I mean that's fucking scummy man like they're just laughing at you like what the hell yeah and she took a fucking selfie <coughs> and he um bitch and he started and he was like yeah man I'm just trying to feed my family oh, and I was like God. you're at five guys buddy oh my God. You're, <laughs> you're paying dri- £30 for a burger yeah. and some fries <laughs> and and you're driving a Mercedes yeah so 
I've like you had me, you had me on board. If you'd have just gone, yeah, man, it sucks. And yeah, you're humble about it's it. Bullshit, not a problem. It? Fucking what, assholes. You've watched too much X Factor, and you felt like you needed to have a tragic backstory to make me laugh. <laughs> oh, and uh, no, that didn't that didn't need to happen. I hate that. Everything's got a tragic backstory. <coughs> so aside, I from, mean, apparently, it is the reason we started this podcast. What? Because you've got a tragic backstory? Because we were, you know, beaten down, and nobody wanted our little podcast. <laughs> nobody wanted to hear it. Yeah, nobody, no, nobody's ever listened to three to four white guys yeah. talk about it's movies I mean, <laughs> on a podcast. Frankly, you know, being white guys, we're not entitled to anything. So No, we just, you know, we've really, really come up the ranks. Ah, that's fucking terrible. We're so oppressed. I had to that's work... what it is. I've I had to oppressed. work... I had to work three hours to afford this microphone. Disgusting. I know. I've worked really it's hard. fucking horrific, man. To horrific. afford my three-bedroom house... I'm having to decorate my, my hallway. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm having to decorate it. Bullshit. <laughs> this podcast is a piece of shit. So <laughs> uh, for those of you that aren't privileged and listening, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all fuck. <laughs> so, someone's made a someone's made a uh a smartphone work with a crank they found <laughs> on the street and th- this podcast is their only solid <laughs> no, they hate it's us. a burnt out war torn African yeah. country because we're just humble bragging about and this guy is like I like these guys oh that's terrible I'm not even doing an accident yeah, that's terrible yeah, yeah. I'm really sorry I mean less you know the white guy <laughs> the guy, do the, the guys in it right and cut that bit Mike <laughs> Uh, there's just in a war-torn African land, and there's this guy just sitting there in, a, you know, in a burnt-out shell of where his home once was, and he's like, "I really, I just really get solace from these white-ass motherfuckers and their terrible, horrible podcast." Now, now, now I find out they they're rich enough to afford five guys. <laughs> Sorry, five guys, five guys. Yeah, he can't afford one guy. I lost five friends to that last bomb. <laughs> Um, or, or malaria. I don't know. It's, other it's, other it's ways of are available. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we're not. We don't. We're not sponsored by malaria or bombs. No, Chris, what have you been up to? Uh, <laughs> I haven't actually told you what I was up to. Rude. Oh, really? <laughs> I played Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Oh, excellent. It's hard as fuck. Oh, I see. You, I see you tweet about. But it. I, I did a lot of grinding today because I was, I was off for various reasons. But what about the computer? Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's fun. But if you like difficult game, it's a difficult fucking game. But if you like, if you like Bloodborne, you'll probably like this. I think. Yeah, that's my wreck for the for the week. Fantastic. Sorry, Chris. What was you up to? <laughs> uh, aside from working and, and desperately hoping that the front end extension will get finished, I did manage to get caught <laughs> up in a bit of a riot. <laughs> <laughs> Chris's extension <laughs> corner. How's the extension going, Chris? Well, the soffits really are coming soft. along nicely. <laughs> They've got Scaffolding. the second layer in. The second layer in still up, but it's coming down this week. Uh, I, I did manage to get caught up in a bottle throwing, coin throwing riot. A coin throwing? Yeah, okay, we go down to my, my middle daughter's football mad, so we go down to Mason United. And watch every home game. But she's a girl. Oh, oh yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> it's 2019, Paul. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> and they played Ebb's Fleet, and it just turned nasty. So really? Maze time well, for Ebb's real? Like, proper yeah. bottle. She got hit with a coin. I mean, it is football. <laughs> um, well, that's taxi cab. Right? Yeah, obviously it was Medway, so it was only coppers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, bottles, coins, carnage. About three stewards trying to control about twelve hundred lunatics. Right. Yeah, so all fun and games. Here's a here's a true story from my childhood. <laughs> I used to get bullied quite a lot. No, you, Mike. Yeah, 
Um, and what they did one time is they used to lob food. Basically, I started growing up, growing out my hair. <coughs> that was the final straw for society, apparently, in my school. Yeah, we so were, they used to put. We were all there. Don't worry. <laughs> they used to, they used to put like gum in my hair. They'd set it on fire. Like all kinds of shit. And one time they were throwing. They used to throw a load of food at us from the back, and it was like the six formers, and I was like fourteen. And um, no one knows about this really, apart from the people on the bus on that day. But um, they started throwing coins at me, like two p coins, and then someone hit me with a twenty, and I went, uh, "I'd had enough." I was like, "That's enough for a bounty, you cunts!" Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> but I probably didn't say it like that. It's probably a lot lamer because I was a fourteen-year-old boy. That's enough for a bounty. <laughs> yeah, I'm you, gonna go and eat a bounty. You, you imbeciles! <laughs> ha ha! Jokes on you. Get, get pelted with I'm another. Keeping your twenty p, give it back. Okay. Yeah, I mean similar. Yeah, that's what happened. But the next, the next day, they they did it again. So I took off my sock. Oh, Jesus. And I put all the coins in the sock. Oh, Charles Bronson style. And I, li- I literally went up to like the lot. I-, I said, stop throwing coins at me. And then some guy was like, your mum lobbed a coin at me. So I just beat him with the coins. <laughs> that, well, that's the plot of Death Wish, yeah. right? And it, um, it, it, it split his eye just, just up here. Um, but he never called my mum a slag again. <laughs> and no, and, and didn't, whore after that? And, and no one reported me. Because they were like embarrassed, that, like this fourteen-year-old this <laughs> boy beat up on the nerd, built up, yeah, built up, beat, beat this seventeen-year-old up, and yeah, it was uh, it was good times. It wasn't. It was terrible. Yeah. I think about it quite a lot. So that's that's Mike's uh, <laughs> that's Mike's pop stars. Yeah, sub story. Yeah, <laughs> give us money. Yeah, I need enough for a bounty. We need a podcast recording career. I haven't had a bounty in fifteen years. Because no one's too, throwing coins too, at me. Too, too I can only buy a bounty when people throw money at me. can only eat Whisper Golds now. Although, <laughs> <laughs> well, much better, so... <coughs> yeah, in fairness. Yeah. Sorry about the coughing. I'm going to try and edit out as much of the coughing as I can, or until I get bored, which means at the end of this podcast, <laughs> I might have loads in. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm coming out of the, uh, the throes of... Um, some pretty severe man flu, and a three-gig a three gig weekend, which doesn't sound like... It's it's hard, but it's pretty fucking hard. That's uh, Smug's metaphor for wanking gig. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> well, then it would be a nine gig. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. But also, we watched. I'm not asking you what you well, did because you uh, you went. Did to you finish? Because I got. So yeah, I, yeah. Well, I've got a gig this week. This weekend, we're going to see. You got a gig. We're going to go. We're not playing. Watching. Oh. We're going to see. Oh. Yeah. <coughs> They've. Uh, <clears throat> I've got, I had a vinyl of theirs and I gave it to my friend because he was uh, he really liked them. He liked them in Dinosaur Jr. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. Yeah. yeah. Up at Shepherd's Bush. <clears throat> Be fun. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I've Let been me guess. to cinema a few times. Really? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Tell me more. I saw us twice. Yeah. That's kind we of were it. supposed to do an extra episode yeah, but we're like, still our gonna. schedules are, yeah. have not aligned. We're still going to. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get my one thing about us that I sure. sort of I sort of found oh, out? Just though, um, might be a little bit spoilery for us for the next five minutes. Yeah, it's a bit. It's just a bit. Mind if you it's a bit it. spoilery. Do you mind? That you sure? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Okay. It's literally one thing that I noticed, and that I, I, one other guy has spoken about, and I was like, oh fucking. Yeah. Um, do you notice that they're wearing the red jumpsuits and the glove, like in Michael Jackson's Thriller? <laughs> Oh, because and the that's t-shirt. the thing. Because yeah, that's yeah. the thing that she's scared of. So she became that which she is afraid oh, of. Nice. Yeah, I hadn't seen that. Yeah, yeah and I was like, oh, 
Yeah, that's it. That's all I wanted to say. Um, yeah. Um, so hang on, we got what like someone's going to come back in in five minutes. So what I'm going to do is I'll set <laughs> let's set an alarm for three minutes time, and I'm just going to make up spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Right. So carry on. It's uh, it's very good. I yeah, thought. it's good. Not as good as Get Out. Might be. Uh, no, no, not quite as good. No, it was too much of a global story. Anyway, <clears throat> I'm a sleepy little baby. Might go home in a minute. Oh, I chilled out and watched uh, Cape Fear <coughs> on right, Saturday night. Yeah, it's uh, it's much slower than I remember it being. Okay, it's good, but it's very slow. <laughs> what else did you do? Oh, that's about it. <laughs> oh, I cut the internet cable. Did you watch a, did you watch a of my film? house? No, I haven't got any uh, broadband. <coughs> and then, uh, yeah, we watched the film. Yeah, we, we did. did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we watched Matthew Holness's Possum from 2018. We did indeed. Um, this was your film, wasn't it, Chris? It was. Are yeah. you going to do the description? Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty much it's uh, about a, <laughs> it's about a disgraced puppeteer. Well, they never fully find out why he's disgraced. No, Philip, literally from the uh, IMDb description, <laughs> that is it. Yeah, who um, has to return home and um, <coughs> confront his wicked stepfather uncle? Yeah, um, who also you don't find past, that out until way yeah. to the end. Yeah, yeah. It, it is the most astonishingly bleak thing I've watched in years. Yeah. And oddly, I watched this in a room full of people. Like, this is the only one I've watched so far that I watched as a group. We had a, a living room full of people, and I was the only one that loved it. <laughs> Everyone else fucking hated it. Really? Said it wasn't jumpy or scary. Oh, and I was like, great fucking pig, man. <clears throat> yeah. I really enjoyed it, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just... I don't know if enjoyed is the right yeah, word. Yeah, that's it's a tricky one. So oppressive. <clears throat> yeah. And bleak and beautifully shot with his wide landscapes with him looking so Stunning. isolated. Yeah. And yeah. No other people, very few other people. Just, yeah, I just found it was... It, it, that obviously lent heavily on loss and things like that as yeah. well. And it, it, so, I mean, subtext, you must have had a field day, Mike. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. It was, the whole film was subtext, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's fucking great. <coughs> I, Metaphor. I, I had a really good time. So I, I recognised Matthew Holness's name before. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've yeah. heard someone talk about Possum before. So I went back <clears throat> to a couple of the podcasts that I listened to. And um, yeah, he did an interview for Fubar Radio. And uh, he's actually the writer of Garth Marenghi's Darth, yeah, Darth he, Place. He is technically Garth Marenghi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, you know, uh, Garth Marenghi's fucking great in a kind of esoteric, funny sort of way. Um, I, I, and I think this is an interesting trend. It's, it's like I was saying about the, the Greasy Strangler. Um, when comedians write horror, I, I just think it's better. It tends to go really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, you know, it, the same as I said before, it's about tension and relieving that tension. Um, and I think inside most comedians is a dark, horrible pit of sadness. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and he wanted to, he wanted to really kind of buck against the trend. Um, so this is the first one that in a long time that I've, I've delved into some research for purely because I wanted to, uh, I wanted to try and better understand what was going on. Yeah. Um, um, it was difficult to find anything about film. <laughs> Did anyone else have that? I didn't find no, no trivia. Yeah, nothing on IMDb at all. So I, I had to dive I had to dive around the stuff that was... Di- he's discussed a couple of things in interviews that I've then went and gone and right. done some research on. 
So like a proper little nerd, yeah. I've done some so research. Let's start at the beginning. Yeah. So it starts off where he's the on train. the train. Yeah. yeah. And straight away, he's got that, just that look on his face yeah, where he's kind there's of... There's a hint that he's already on the run from something. Yeah. Yeah. point, yeah. isn't there? Or he's there's clutching a, that bag. There's yeah. a focus very early on on hands. Yeah. Yes. Which obviously is it's revealed why later he's got such a fixation on hands. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, like, it's very, very early on. And because I went into it, I saw the description, the description saying that he's a puppeteer. So I was See, like, oh, I that's quite a cool. I didn't, um, I didn't read <clears throat> anything. I went, I couldn't help completely it. Completely blind. Because, uh, Amazon Prime just, it just came up and went, oh, puppeteer. I was like, oh, all right, Chris, <laughs> watch a film about puppets. Yeah, sure. the, the, the puppeteer <laughs> thing is irrelevant though. Cause yeah, it just, yeah. it didn't have any weight to the story at all. It didn't. That wasn't what I was expecting. No, yeah, I think it's, I think it's in, it's interesting because of how how I've taken the film to to be mm. my my take on the film and what it represents and and why he did what he did. Um, I'm still left with loads of questions though, Same. so I wanted yeah. to I wanted to ask you guys a couple of things, but it's mostly it's probably we'll leave that till the end. Yeah. yeah. Um, but one of the things I noticed about the shots, um. Well, firstly, no, sorry. So, so he he was method, completely method. So, um, he barely interacted with um, Sean Thomas. Harris. So we talk. Uh, yeah, sorry, the main. No, sorry, yeah. the main guy, Philip. Philip. Yeah. yeah. So, um, he asked that people address him as Philip when he was on, like, from the when he turned up to when he left, completely method. Right. Um. And uh, yeah, so Holness barely had any interaction with him, only when they had to do scenes together. Right. Because and 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 Holness, um what's the word, nurtured that because he wanted this feeling of um, isolation, disparity mm. between not only, and, and isolation, between not only him on his own, but between him and the camera. Yeah. Um, and I noticed that it, do you guys get like a, like a PSA vibe from it? So I don't know if you remember, but in like the 70s, I don't, obviously I don't remember it, but I've seen them since. In the 70s, there were like, Really creepy public service, like the Stranger Danger. Yeah. Stranger yes. Danger. The, the one AIDS, I'm thinking of is AIDS, I'm going to try and find it. But there's one about the river. He's like the river is not your yes, friend. Yes, yes, yes. Don't yeah. be a fool. There was a oh, a, a modern version well. of that recently. <laughs> yeah, I remember the cattle grid. <laughs> there was a modern version of that river one recently. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to put in. We won't get copyright struck. I don't think river. Oh, not for old adverts. I imagine they're public domain. They're ads anyway. Vintage nineteen seventies. It was a. It was kind of a bleak time. <laughs> the seventies. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember much of it. I wasn't that old, but. Well, you know, when you see films set in the seventies, it always makes me feel like bums me out. Yeah. The seventies must have been a really depressing time. Well, it was in England. What with yeah. all the fucking um, like the miners losing all their jobs and unemployment was massively high. Margaret Thatcher was a cunt. <laughs> so, here's an interesting thing. Um, I spotted a bit of anti-Thatcher. Um, I, I went to Shorts Cave uh, Tunnels over the weekend, and um, there was some anti-Thatcher... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Propaganda? Um, graffiti? Uh, uh, graffiti, yeah. And it said, Miss um, um, Thatcher must be brought down in the darkness that resides within her. <laughs> Like fucking hell! Just replace Thatcher for May, and it's yeah, yeah, exactly the nineteen seventies public service, public information films. I think that's that'll be it. 
Um, <clears throat> I found this. I found it's just called Scary British Public Information Films. Already, that noise. Yeah, that there's is. a lot of that. This is this is one. The spirit of oh, this is it. Yeah. This is it. I'm Ready to trap the unwary, the show-off, no. the fool. I believe that one of these was Jimmy Savile doing it, wasn't it? Jesus Christ, that would up the creep factor by a thousand percent. That seems too ordinary. But that pool is deep. Like his hair. Pretty sure I had that hair. <laughs> He's probably about my age, actually. I probably would have been about that age. But the unwary ones are easier still. This branch is weak. So is that kid. Look at his streaming <laughs> arms. <laughs> Only a fool would ignore this. But there's one born every minute. You know what's funny, though? It's like they've got a sign, don't swim. This water's really dangerous. They could have used a stream that wasn't half a foot deep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so anyway, so, the, the, yeah, that's what this film reminded me of. Yeah, uh, it reminded me of a, of, a, of an hour and a half long pit. It, it was a, I don't know whether it was they said I don't know enough about filmmaking, but they used thirty five millimeter film. Yeah, if that means anything to you guys, <laughs> it means, it, means it would look great at the cinema. Okay, cool. Um, Sadly, you didn't get a cinematic release. Man. Did it not? <coughs> no, that's a shame. I, I imagine it would look incredible. On the yeah, screen. that would have been that would have been an experience. Yeah. yeah, in the cinema. Um, so yeah, so I noticed I noticed that like it just looked like. Classic PSAs, but I didn't. I didn't hear him say anything in interviews about it. Did anyone else get? I I found the poetry narration really super effective. Yeah, mm. like really super. Effective. Because it was such a quiet film. <clears throat> yeah, in general, there was a well, lot he, of. And it was his inflection to... in his voice, the yeah, way yeah. he said it, and the words themselves. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. So he wanted to. He wanted to evoke. He'd been watching a lot of um, like German cinema, like right. German silent films. He said he found them really creepy. I mean, he wanted to try and make a silent horror film uh, for the for the modern for modern age. So that's why, like, barely any anyone says anything. More or less, because every time he spoke, he's like, "Hello." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was speaking like, <clears throat> you know, when you've had a row with your significant other and you're yeah. sulking, mm. but then they keep asking you questions. No, you've I don't know what that's like. Answer the questions when you say it in that sulky way. No. <laughs> yeah. Make your own fucking dinner. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he speaks the whole way through the film. He was very submissive, wasn't he? Yeah. Through, you know, yeah. All the way through. But it. at it's the same time, really scary. Yeah. It's the scene where he's standing outside what was clearly his old school when the headmaster comes oh, out. Oh, shit, And he's still yeah. calling him sir. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, well, I, you could have read that in two ways, I think. You could have read that as super searing sarcasm. Yeah. No, I didn't, I didn't read it as that. the submissive. Yeah. I, I thought I thought the whole, the whole of it was submissive. I, see, I didn't take that from it. Okay. Because um, there's a couple of instances where he's sort of kind of um, almost intimidating. Like when he walks down those steps and there's those two chavvies standing yeah, there. Mm. And they call him a pedo or pervert yeah. or whatever. And That's the way it. he stops yeah. and he just turns around and glares at him. And because you didn't yeah. know enough about him at that point. Yeah, you really you're like, oh, no fuck, yeah, what is going to happen here? Yeah. So I didn't take that as submissive. I took that as... No, but that was with other kids. No, they were men. Were they? That was two grown men, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I had them. I, I put them down as teenagers, but yeah. Oh, okay. I would yeah. say 20s. Well, yeah. yeah, but you are four foot high. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> when you're a giant, right? Everyone's four foot high. <laughs> you are but the buzzing of flies to me. Um, I'm five nine. I'm average height. Okay, you know. mate. Okay, you know, you know what people have to say that people who aren't average height. <laughs> Because people at average height don't think I'm about it. I'm not fucking it. listening to you no more. No more you and your put downs. <laughs> so yeah, well, there's no Dan this week, so I've got, I've got to put down someone. Um, so yeah, he, he comes off the train, uh, having asked this kid uh, what he's we, drawing. We're the way we're drawing. Way. The way he's holding that bag is terrifying. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That the whole way he stands is terrifying. His, hand, yeah. his, his hands in front yeah. of him, and yeah. his hands are at a crooked, kind of a crooked angle. Do you notice yeah. that his hands are always close to? So, so again. Spoilers, obviously. It's a film podcast. Grow up. Um, I don't know why I have to disclaimer it every week, but I feel like I have to. Yeah. Because I feel like the one week I don't, someone will be like, oh, spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) But obviously. Thanks, guys. Hashtag spoilers. He's obviously he's a victim of abuse. So, so when sort of hindsight being 2020, I kind of went back through in my mind and reframe the film knowing that he's a victim of abuse. I do too. So yeah. he's standing in a typical way that someone would stand as abused. His hands are quite near his genitals. Yeah. As, as like a protection. And he's, he's thing. hunched and so Yeah, yeah. He's himself. trying to make himself small. He's trying to blend in. Yeah. But he obviously he doesn't know how to. So his submission towards adults is really telling because he's like, He's re- he's regressed, like yeah. he, well, not even regressed. He he stopped at a certain point, and I'd say it's probably either the point of the fire uh, that killed his parents, because that's a that's a children people will do that, yeah. or at the point where he was being abused by his yeah. uncle. Yeah. Um, content warning, I guess. Trigger warning. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Actually, I would do, say so. Maybe we'll do I that would imagine that if you were easily, well, not even easily, if you were triggered by abuse of any kind, this would be horrendous. So, watch. okay, I, I don't want to skip ahead. <coughs> Sorry. I, I don't want to skip ahead, but choo-choo. Um, I, I think, all right, we're on, we're on a bit of dodgy ground here. So apologies if this, if, try and listen to what I'm saying, not how I'm saying it. Um, Pat Oswald said that, didn't he? He said, you know, you'd rather, you'd rather someone who spent every day fighting for your rights call you uh, uh, whatever. Yeah. Than someone saying the right words and spending Absolutely. every day trying campaigning really. against you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? My heart's my heart please believe me, my heart's in the right place here. As as a person who hangs around with the comedians, uh, I'm a bit of a I do a bit of comedy myself and and as a say as a as a white guy from a relatively relatively safe background, um, without getting too personal, um I'd make I've made jokes of abuse. One of the classic and and I say classic just because it's something that's Oft repeated is something of you know. Oh, my uncle touched me. You yeah. know that kind of that kind of thing. It's, it's Show me on the doll where. Yeah, yeah, it's it's an oft repeated joke. That was still made incredibly uncomfortable for me. Yeah, like incredibly fucking. Uncomfortable. So, and uh, you guys know, but generally, if you listen, I'm I'm not the most sensitive person in the world. I don't like the no, cotton candy fucking culture that's going on at the minute. <laughs> I'm really, really not easily offended at all or yeah. bothered by things. But this film made me feel so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> even even him even him being killed didn't feel like enough. No. Well, because it, it was so... I got angry. It was so... Quiet. Quickly and quiet, yeah, yeah. and subdu- much like the rest of the film. And it wasn't like... But it wasn't in like a controlled way. It was just like... 
it was literally like a physical representation of the pressure that he was under, that yeah. Philip was under. Yeah. It's like, you're going to keep exerting this pressure until I break. Oh, you've broken first. Yeah. yeah. The, can you feel that boy line? Yeah. Oh, Make that. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. That was oh. horrendous. It's because of the old man as well. He's so fucking disgusting. Yeah. And like, yeah. The whole... The this made me way more so uncomfortable than the Greasy Strangler. Oh, me too. Yeah. Me too. Because with the Greasy Strangler, it was comedy, you know. Yeah. Oh, like, it was disgusting. This was it... like a horror version, like a horror yeah, I know what you mean, version yeah. of the Greasy and Strangler. Actually, it had a lot of similarities in a weird way. It did, yeah. Like, oh, this is far more horrific than the goriest of gory films. Yeah, yeah it, it really yeah. is, yeah. Because the funny thing is, for the first maybe 15 minutes, I'm watching and I'm thinking... What the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. I think mean, this is what the fuck is happening. Um, this is so weird. Yeah, I think oh god, I hope it's not like this. <clears throat> Maybe ten minutes later, I'm I, I'm wrapped in it. Yeah. I can't take my eyes away from it. I'm just like it's so involving. Like, yeah, I found it so in, like involving. I wasn't even. I didn't even know he was. I hadn't. The penny hadn't dropped that he was hallucinating. Originally, it, it did yeah, for me. It didn't really fairly early on. I, as soon as you saw that thing had a human face, yeah, and it's his face. Yeah, I. Um, we was talking. My, my wife was talking, and I said straight away, "I think that's a um, uh, like a metaphor for it's like his. Well, what at the time I thought his dark cravings because I thought he'd kidnapped the boy. Yeah, and maybe he'd done another boy earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I thought maybe that thing was like a metaphor for his darkness, like he was in a yeah. darkness. That's as interesting it, that you've. That's I kind of, I kind of, yeah. That, but as it turns out, it was more a metaphor of his, uh, like fear or yeah. memories. I, I did take <clears> his. Um, see, I misread it. Uh, when he was his various methods of trying to dispose of possum, yeah. I took as a reenactment of his actions originally. So I thought, okay, if he's genuinely taken boys, did he burn one? Did he throw one in? The I know what you mean because I thought did maybe he... it was body parts. He was yeah, rid of at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was way off on that. <laughs> well, yeah. it's quite interesting. You should say you should say body parts because in the original story, because uh, this was based on a on a story. Short story, wasn't yeah, it? yeah. Um, the puppet was made from body parts. It was supposed to be an ode to Frankenstein's monster. Oh, really? That's oh, yeah. arguably less interesting. Yeah. Well, that, this is it. Like he he said that because um, the story the story is more of a like a police procedural, and it's creepy in its own right. But the um, but yeah, he said he really wanted the focus to be on the puppet. He wanted to strip away a lot of the other stuff and really focus on the fear. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I took something completely different from from it um, because because of something that he mentions. Um, again, this is in post interviews. He said um, he he really liked to focus on the idea of the uncanny. It was something. It was a, a concept by a guy called Hoffman, uh, which was kind of later refined by Freud, Sigmund Freud. Yeah. Um, and who said that basically. People get scared of something that looks human but isn't. Yes, yeah, uncanny um, the valley. uncanny valley. Yeah. Um, but something he said that really That's why interested the me. Express is so terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> so, so something that, but something that Freud said that really like sparked something in my mind is because he said no They're one likes to, no one likes to feel, no one likes to feel. I just she's so fit, um, <laughs> and she's single now. Um, she <laughs> speaking of dark, no. <laughs> <laughs> no one no one likes to feel like their eyes have been taken yeah. and that's that's what he said it's words to that effect he probably said it a lot more eloquently because mm. he was a doctor um, he was also insane what Freud yeah was he 
listen to what the st- stuff he comes out with. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not okay. the ramblings of a sane man. Um, well, yeah, but they said that Einstein was mental as also, well. Also, wasn't, so. wasn't he like a really into opium? I hope so. I'm pretty sure he was. I hope he am so. If you know, contact us. Yeah, Let's get know. in touch. <laughs> was um, Freud in a heroin addict? <laughs> <Was it? laughs> um, who wrote The Doors of Perception? Because that was done under mescaline. I nearly said Jim Morrison then. No, it was... Um, but that's what the fans... Lewis Carroll, wasn't it? Oh. He did a load of mescaline and then wrote that wrote Oh, that, yeah, that, that would, book, the that would sound right because everything he wrote is so fucked up. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, so so the idea of the uncanny. And I I feel that the puppet was an embodiment of his trauma. Yeah. So he tried to make another self. <laughs> but I don't think that was real. Oh, no, the puppet, the puppet was real because his, his stepdad mentions, he goes, he goes, that thing with the head on it. And I thought it was going to be the boy's head. But... He doesn't mention it directly. And the the one time he does mention it directly, there is a puppet sat on the chair next to Philip. No, but he also mentions the spider legs. <coughs> oh, does he? Yeah, he goes, that great big bloody thing. It's it's like, you, did you got that? You got that in front yeah. of kids? You get yeah. it out in front of kids or something like that. Yeah, yeah. show it to kids or something. Yeah. And he says, you're going to have to give me a demonstration. I want to see how you make the legs, all the, all the legs work. That spider thing. He oh, says, I, I think know, he says man. the spider line. I, st- I, I just feel like that was never a real. I, I feel I like do. that was just a manifestation of it. I feel like, I feel like he, he made this thing that looked a little bit like him. It was a, because, because that's a, that's a thing that, that Vic, um, survivors, sorry, I shouldn't say victims. That's not fair. That survivors of abuse do, they will recreate versions of themselves as monsters to try and purge all the guilt that they feel. Um, and so he made this horrific puppet. It looks like him. And when he's hallucinating, <coughs> when he's hallucinating at his worst, the puppet gains eyes. So there's tight, there's, oh, there's a couple of scenes. Yeah. Oh, that so bit, that bit going where back looking to, around the door frame at him. So going back to Freud, <laughs> going back to Freud, um, having your eyes stolen. And, and no one likes to feel like they're having their eyes stolen. And, um, I never thought I'd take going back to Freud. I feel like a proper, <laughs> like a proper academic now, um, on a horror podcast. Yeah. Um, and, and there's a couple of scenes where his eyes are, are, are like almost black. Yeah. And it does look like his eyes are missing. And then there's that scene with the black rain oh, as well. I love Oh that my scene. God. It, one of the loved most, that. one of the best film shots of all time. Absolutely stunning that was. Beautiful. His face, that actor, Sean Harris, mate. He's incredible. Mm. He really is. And it, yeah, he's he's apparently completely method, which is terrifying. Oh, was, it, <laughs> was it um was it Roger Moore or Sean Connery or someone? When uh who was it again? I can't remember now. Well, I think it was like uh, Daniel Day Lewis or something said so yeah. talking to another actor like Roger Moore. And he said, oh, I'm, uh, I'm a method actor. And uh, Roger Moore said, hmm, you should try acting, dear boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, the soundtrack, by the way. Oof, that was great. Well, here's the thing, right? <clears throat> if we go along the idea of like these PSAs, it's scary, but for kids. And what I mean by that is, it's almost very predictable so the chord sequences. I mean, I'm not. I'm not enough of a musician to be able to tell you. Oh, it uses the major fifth and the, like the. But the chord sequences are very horror movie chord sequences. Mm. Very like this is scary yeah. kind of stuff, and and it's done to such an effect that it's that it's recreating like the. It's 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 making a lot of easy choices. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. It's doing it because, again, it, Some it just... Some of the best scores ever. Jaws, <coughs> two, two notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But it's, I think he's doing that on purpose because again, he's regressed. So in his mind, he's still a child. So what's scary to him would be that kind of music. So it's, so it's kind of accompanying him through his journey and going like, oh, it's big and bang, yeah. scary. But like for him, that is genuine. Well, that's scary. Genuinely it was terrifying. scary for me. Yeah. <clears throat> because it was almost old fashioned. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. it. Well, that, that's exactly, that's exactly my point. Like the whole thing had a feel of, the, the, this, the, those PSAs from the 70s. And if we watch, watch, maybe watch a couple more after the, after the podcast, but they are fucking terrifying because they're yeah. now, they're so like creepy. And it's that idea of like what once, what once was acceptable is now creepy. Yeah. And then if we're going to get even darker than that, it could be a metaphor for fucking Operation U Tree. Yeah. Now he's out and out said that it's not about Jimmy Savile. A children's entertainer has been disgraced, and yeah. then there's been yeah, some yeah I don't think. I, but no. also, that was quite prevalent. Um, it had all come out around kind of 2016. It was when he was rock. Almost Jimmy Savile esque, though, wasn't he? When he uncle. was when he was creating the when he was creating the film, that was a very prevalent story. And he he mentions in this um, in this Fubar Radio um, interview. It's it's uh, Nick and Nat's fan club. If you want to listen to it, I think uh, just search for um, Mark Mark Holness. Matthew Holness. Math, Matt Holness, sorry. I'm so bad with names. <laughs> Matt Holness is no, name. No relation to Bob. Uh, I, yeah, sure. Um, that's probably a reference gone over my head. Bob Holness? I don't know who Bob Holness is. What? Yeah, if you showed me him, I'd probably go, oh, that guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he said that although he didn't go out to make it about that, films will especially horror will capture the zeitgeist at the time. Yeah. So in the fifties, everyone was terrified about the Wolfman uh, and the about, Mummy. No, no, they were terrified about the, like the atomic bomb. Oh, which is why them came out, you know, it's a giant oh, yeah. ant. Why Classic. is the ant giant? Oh, because of, yeah. because of the atomic bomb. Oh, it's Godzilla. It's a giant lizard. Why is it giant? Oh, because of the atomic bomb. And yeah. there's so many films that came out around, around the, the in the fifties. It's literally called the atomic age. Yeah. Um, of, of horror films. Well, they had so many UFO films in the late yeah. 40s because of the Roswell incident. Yeah. It panic. Yeah, yeah. They, they were massive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so every, it will always try and capture the zeitgeist and, um, and, you know, the zeitgeist at the minute. And I hate to, I hate to quote him because I don't know what people feel about him because I think he's literally, you roll a dice on whether he's brilliant or stupid. Wait, is this Jimmy Savile? No, Russell Brand. <laughs> <laughs> but Russell Brand said the modern depends day depends on the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Russell Brand said the modern day monster is the paedophile. So we've we've run out of monsters because oh, we're yeah, we're yeah, an advanced yeah. we're an advanced civilization now. So if someone goes, I saw a werewolf and was going, oh, Grow up, mate, fuck off. Yeah. Right? But we still need those stories to tell around the campfire. Mm. Because as as humans we're magical thinking. Again, um a, a book called Michael Shermer, who said um that the uh, is it called the magic of thinking or something like that? But basically said that humans are magical thinkers. So where we can't answer something with, with facts, we'll make stuff up. So when we were less educated, we'd go fire. Yeah. God did that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God gave me the power to do that. And then as we learned more, we, we, we understood that it was less God, more science and, you know, real things. Um, but we still are magical thinkers. We still find patterns where there aren't. That's why pareidolia. Pareidolia. Yeah. Um, that's why we do that. So we try and fill in the gaps where, where, the, where there are none. Um, and I've lost the fucking thread of what I was saying. That's so <laughs> annoying. Oh, God, what was I saying? Shit. Oh, no, who knows? I, mean- <laughs> I was coming to such a succinct point, and then, my, and then the joy of ADHD in my brain went, do de do de do And I was like, okay, cool. That's okay. Brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's overall, it's the most pretentious film I've ever seen that doesn't come off as pretentious. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's how I feel about Cashback. 
Who? Which is a, it's a film that I've gone on about, maybe not on this podcast, but it's it's one of my favourite films. It's got Zoe from EastEnders in it. I don't know that. Um, and it's about a guy who breaks up with his girlfriend and takes up night work because he gets insomnia. And then it talks about how the concept of work, you're literally being paid for your time. Like your time is the most precious thing. So if you're not being paid very well, what do you do to, to take your time back? Mm. And, you know, some guys will mess around and what he does, it's a bit, bit creepy. It hasn't aged massively well, but what he likes to do, he's an artist. So in his mind, he slows down time, um, and will take people's clothes off and life draw them. And that's how he imagines. That's how he passes his time. There's another girl who covers her watch. Because if she looks at the time, that will that will shatter the illusion for her. And yeah, I, uh, that's really pretentious. Did she just take the watch off? <coughs> no, <laughs> apparently not. Um, yeah, so uh, so yeah, I totally get what you mean. It, it's pretty high concept. Yeah, it really is. I, I, like like what you said at the beginning. Like like is a strange strange term to put on this film. Yeah, and to, to say I enjoyed it, same thing. Like I have that same issue with Mother. Have you, are you no, I haven't seen Mother. <clears throat> I had that same feeling about that film. Is I had such an experience watching it, but that's the only way I can put it. Yeah. The same as this film. It was an experience. I only see Mother when I climax. <laughs> Thanks, Floyd. <laughs> Freud. <laughs> oh. Unless you're talking about sauce. No, Pink, Pink Floyd. Right. Okay. <laughs> Mother, do you know the um, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quick question: What yeah. the fuck was that fox story about? Yeah, that was weird. They yeah, were eating strange. it. They were eating it. They were eating fox. Yeah, what, in the room. Yeah, he was cooking it. Right. What I don't understand is he said, "Right, let me recount the fox story as I remember it." He was with some other kids. They found a fox. They oh yeah, they died. stuffed his face into it. Well, yeah. hang on. This is why. I'm, <laughs> this is why I don't understand. Right. They they kicked it. Yeah. And then they started kicking it like a ball. Yeah, they kicked it to yeah. death, yeah. So they, they like kicking it around and then they said they put oh, there was a really specific line he used. He said they then they put my face where it's rotten and warm. Is that what he said? I thought yeah. he said it's where it's wrong. No. Oh maybe he did say that. I thought well, he said because I, I watched it twice. I, I thought was like, he what said did you say? Rotten and warm. <laughs> Because <coughs> I found that imagery really horrific. Hang on, hang on. No trivia. Him being obviously stuck in his childhood. Do you think the whole town was still stuck in his childhood? Yeah. Nothing, you know, the house was the same. You know, they had every. There was like the, the, the military place that just dilapidated, and the school was dilapidated. It was like it wasn't just him that was stuck in his childhood. The whole was town everything, was yeah. still in his. This childhood. is the second. Rotted. Episode in a row where I've been able to smell the house. Yeah, <laughs> it's a horrible house, wasn't it? And, and yeah, and that room as well. They built up the dread. Yeah, in that room with, without really doing anything. Well, at first, I thought possibly the boy boy was in there, <coughs> the body of the boy. Yeah, yeah. Well, the boy was in there, as it turns out. But like, I thought his dead body was in there. Yeah, and I I wasn't sure whether maybe Philip was not consciously aware that he was killing kids. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Well, obviously, he wasn't, as it turned out, but that's what I was thinking. Oh, I can't find it. It's, it's, there's not even, like, a transcription. <laughs> no, you can't anywhere. find anything. Nothing. Yeah. Because I'd like Does to Does this find... film exist? Yeah, <laughs> fucking... If it, if it doesn't, and we've had some kind of weird uh, three-way hallucination... <laughs> Oh my god! Like it is the twentieth anniversary of the Matrix. That's true. Yeah, 
Oh, we're a glitch. Fuck. I'm yeah, too fat to I'm be really, a one. really fucking disturbed glitch. <laughs> <laughs> but he sort of, yeah, so he spends uh, the, the next hour or so sort of bumbling around the town trying to dispose of uh, possibly. Yeah, yeah. It's surrounded by some of the oddest imagery. The tree is some of the oddest imagery. That's, really I, initially, is. I thought that looks like, it looks like, it looks sexual originally with the leg, legs up, but then it looks yeah. like a spider from yeah. another yeah. angle. And it's, Actually, what you've just said is a, is a perfect metaphor yeah. because it's something that, you know, sex has then turned into something terrifying yeah. for him. Oh, God damn it. I mean, that, that trying to dispose of it and then you go back and get it again. And it's like, it's, it's I wasn't sure whether he was one. going to get it or well, whether it was back coming out. back. Because yeah, that's why I thought it was a, um, a metaphor for his um, trauma because... Yeah. He kept trying to get rid of it, but it kept coming back. Well, he threw it in a canal once, didn't he? It's only sort of ran. Yeah, he climbed off. back in, but yeah. then it was somewhere else while he was yeah. doing that. That was very odd. Yeah, it just it just kept turning yeah. up, didn't it? At one point, it was hanging in his room. Well, the fly. Yeah. Well, after after he appeared, twice he burned it, did that, it. Yeah, and it was in his room. The fly was it was your first marker, by the way. Yeah, like, if you know anything about if you know anything about yeah. hallucinations, the first thing you start to see with a hallucination is is insects. I don't know why. It's just a common thing. Well. I've, I've hallucinated a few times and I've never seen insects, but <laughs> that wasn't like a, that was aided. That wasn't like a... <laughs> <laughs> When you're under psychological distress or you're, um, or you're dying, I've had, when I say firsthand, it's because I've seen someone who's dying go through this. Um, one of the first things you see are insects. I don't know. Wow, why. well, that's a fucking just... cheerful thought for on your way out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking insect. But yeah, so so when you see that fly and then he hits it and then it's gone, it doesn't fly away. It's just gone. Yeah. And I was like, that's really subtle, but that's telling you there's a lot of this stuff that isn't real. It's all kind of happening in his head. This darkness that's within him. And um, yeah, like the spider's the perfect analogy because of how he felt. Because of the, you know, he went, oh, when he says, "Do you want to see the fingers again?" Oh. And if you and I, and I hate to I hate to do this, but if you the first thing he did was he went into his mouth. Now, if you imagine oh, someone putting their thumbs in your mouth, yeah, there's four. Oh shit! Yeah, on each side of your face. Yeah, which is fucking horrific. Yeah, yeah. that. Do you know what? The, putting them in the mouth like that was arguably more disturbing than. Other places he could have put, could have put them. I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. The way he made him like essentially deep throat his yeah. fingers, yeah. and Fuck he's going, and the whole Jesus. time he's going, "You dirty little boy!" Yeah, and, yeah, it's horrible. And then, and then, the fact is, because it left, the performances are fucking phenomenal. Oh, amazing! Yeah, <laughs> absolutely amazing. They absolutely provoke the responses that you're that you're looking for. But the way when he then he then turns him down, he pulls his trousers down, and he's like six of the best. And then he's like, if you cry, if you cry, I'll do it again. Yeah. And then he hits him again. And the way that he just goes, if you cry. Yeah, he's trying to make him cry. I'll do it yeah. again. Whoa. And I'm like, that fucking horrible. Yeah. And then, as you say, when he rolls him over and he says, can you feel that? And it's, I mean, it's so fucking obvious what he's talking about. Yeah. But it's, it's the, it's oh, the, it's because you, I think it's because it's like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre effect, where because you can't see it, the implication is so much more yeah. horrific. Yeah. yeah. But so, actually, you know, yeah, the way that he yeah. was so resigned yeah. to it, 
it's happening again. You know, he fought that and it's happening again. You know, I've, I've had the unfortunate, um, experience of speaking to people who have survived situations like yeah. that uh, as children. Jesus. And that was a visualization of how they've described it to me. Yeah. Fucking horrible. Sorry, that got real dark. <laughs> This is bleak as fuck. Yeah, well, the, the, this but is the what movie it is evokes. Is what it is, yeah, this, this is what it evokes. Like. Yeah. That's what I said it's the bleakest thing I've seen for a long yeah, time. I'm, yeah, I'm because I had a shower just before we watched it. I you needed it, a shower I, again. But I said to my wife, <laughs> I wish I'd saved my shower till after the film because I fucking. Well, you like. can have two showers. You know that, don't you? Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, a week or? <laughs> it was one of those. You know, sometimes, sometimes you get to the end of the film and even if you really enjoyed it. Um, and you get to the end of the film, you sort of sit back and go, fuck, that was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Anything. And yeah, I, I just sat in silence. Me and my wife did too. We just sat there. Oh my God, what was the whole wrong. group of people? Yeah. They all fucked off. They <laughs> were in the kitchen making coffee and I was still sitting there. Yeah. yeah well, that's, that's, Holness said he wanted to create an experience that stayed with the audience. Yeah. And he said, oh that my God. Been, yeah. To see that in the cinema. Yeah. That would have been incredible. It's, it's definitely stayed with me. I've been thinking about it all day today. Yeah. I watched it last night. Mm. I watched it this morning. I'm not sure I'd watch it again. Really? Is it one of those films that won't have the same impact twice? It wouldn't have the same impact, but I just don't I don't want I just don't want to feel like that again. <laughs> yeah. Like it was Which kinda of means it had the desired effect. Yeah, oh, I may it had it had the desired effect, but it made me feel fucking horrific. So do you really? want the good news or the bad news? Are you picking it again for your choice? No, <laughs> <laughs> no I've made you a possum. possum too. <laughs> oh, oh fuck, I've just I've just understood the story. <laughs> I've just understood the fox story. What? Well, basically, they they the fox wasn't dead. They were kicking the fox. The fox was playing possum. Oh, oh fuck! Then they made him lick its balls or tongue its arsehole or whatever. <laughs> they made me. I swear, he said they made me put my head where it was wrong. I think that's what he said. Yeah. And because then he said they all left. He definitely and then says the fox, rotten. I'm sure. He then does. he, I swear, he says wrong. Like agree to disagree, but I'm, I'm, I'm so this sure. We can go back and we can watch it. Oh, I can't be honest. Just watch <laughs> I that. Don't sto- even know whereabouts in the film. That it story. Is. It's like halfway through. I don't I really want to. I don't want to see it. <laughs> he, he encounters the fox again later in the film. Yeah, yeah, twice. And he yeah. says, he says that. He, but then he says the fox stared at me, and then the and then the uncle says he was playing with you. Yeah. Also, horrible. Which again, like, is another metaphor. Playing possum yeah. again is fucking horrible. That's what a lot of yeah. people do when they're being abused. They yeah. just lay there. Yeah. They play dead because it's easier than struggling. Yeah. Fucking Fuck hell. Yeah. Bleakish. But we're so sorry. Just as like, just as you think, you'll fucking wish this episode was late. Just as just as you think it's as dark as it can get, it drops a lower level. Yeah, to yeah. Bleaker blackness. <laughs> Fuck. So the so and then we get towards the end. Yeah. <laughs> the bad the bad news, Paul and Chris, is that he's doing another film, and he said in the interview. It's going to be the darkest thing I've ever done. What the fuck? How can it be darker than possible? Right, well. (laughs) Fuck me. Yeah. I'm a little bit upset by that news, actually. (laughs) (laughs) 
being a completist, I'm going to have to buy it and watch it. <laughs> You're going to have to have your own like black library Jeez. where you put the dark, the dark ones that you don't want to see again. Yeah, I mean, I thought Kill List was bleak, but this is like a whole other level. <laughs> Can you imagine doing a double episode, a double podcast, Kill List and fucking Possum? <laughs> I mean, I might not have been here. <laughs> I, me too. Mike's not here because he's fucking killed yeah. himself. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. There's no way. You might be watching them back to back. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, guys. We're so sorry. We we got it's so dark, but there's not really a lot else to... to... Well, it's like... You're almost reticent to say, give it a watch. Yeah. It's like, it depends on you. Absolutely. You give this a watch. Yeah. Right, here we go. Right. Um, <laughs> let's lighten the mood. I'll tell, I'll tell a joke. <laughs> right. There's an inflatable family. Right, they're living their life. They're, they're all being, into they're taste being John's fingers. No, they didn't. Oh, what are you doing? Don't make it dark. Right, there's an inflatable family, right? There's mummy, there's mummy inflatable, daddy inflatable, and um and and young Timmy inflatable. Right, one day young Timmy goes out to the woods and he finds a thorn. Now young Timmy has been told by mummy and daddy, don't play with the thorns. He knows not to play with the thorns. But guess what? Little Timmy does what the fuck he wants, yeah. So little Timmy Dude Timmy's a dickhead. Yeah. Little Timmy runs back into the house and he's like, Mummy, Mummy, look what I found. She's like, is that a thorn? You put that back right now. And little Timmy goes, no. And he goes, bleh, into Mummy's leg. And she goes, Pssst. She's on the floor, just as a little blob, right? Daddy comes running in. He's heard the noise. He's gone, have you, you little shit. Give me that, give me that thorn right here. You know not to play with thorn. Well, little Timmy's done it again. Popped him in the leg. Daddy goes, on the floor he's a little blob Timmy's like I've killed my parents what the fuck do I do so he starts running around the house and he's panicking he doesn't know what to do he he, he calls the police and then he realises that's a mistake so he tries running out of the house and he falls over Thorn goes right into his belly (laughs) little Timmy's still alive though he's just flat and suddenly this thing slowly worms its way over to him. And it's Daddy. And Daddy turns to him and he goes, well, you've let me down. <laughs> let your mother down. But most importantly, you let yourself down. Is this what you do in your act? <laughs> <coughs> no. I can't tell all the jokes in my act because they're dark. I'm just trying to, I was trying to bring up the mood. <laughs> Right, that's that's properly sat with Chris. He's gonna he's gonna tell that one at work tomorrow. You watch. <laughs> I probably will. Yeah. <laughs> that's my uh, that's one of my favourite jokes. It's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, so there, we've lightened the mood. <laughs> so now it's time to take a lovely trip into the Amazonian jungle. You're gonna die. No, thank you. That's the that's the jingle. Always, I will do one eventually. I always prefer Not this, this week though. This brownstone. <coughs> I bet you did. She yeah. gave a succulent handy J. <laughs> and made you a crumble afterwards. Uh, right. Amazon is basically exactly what you think it's going to be for this film. Yeah. The one star reviews. Um, Joss. No story dragged out. No punctuation. Excellent. It was confusing. No story depicted as a horror. It was just strange. Dan? 
No, Dan Quite, White's better than that. What time was the? Uh, what, what time was it posted? Because it was after ten. It wasn't be Dan because he's having a nice little sleepy <laughs> sleep. The other day when he watched it. Um. Oh, uh, yeah, quite difficult. Anita Bright, who isn't that bright? <laughs> this was dull, unfrightening, poorly made, a waste of very good actors, and the soundtrack was painful too. You just completely missed the point of the film. Yeah. Fucking people. People make me sick. Yeah. So his uncle. Oh, sorry. Go back. Sorry. He goes. That was me at the barracks in the coat. You knew it was me. Yeah. What was that about? Well, I think because they was talking about the other boy <laughs> that went missing while um, Philip was at school. Oh, right. I assumed he killed him. Oh, right. So his uncle killed the boy. Yeah, because he'd, he'd kidnapped the other boy, hadn't he? Oh, right. Okay. His uncle had done it. Film. Yeah, because he had him in the trunk. No, no. I, see, I, I knew the trunk. Right. And I knew all that. But I didn't realise it was him that had done the kidnapping. Yeah, I thought it I might have been Philip. Uncle. And then Philip's had a change of heart. Nah, because... Um, How did he do it, though? Who? The old man? Because Philip's come off the train, having talked to the boy. He's yeah. walked straight to the house. And Uncle Morris is already there. And the TV comes on that night about the missing boy. Is he now? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe he did. I don't know. No, I don't know. But it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. If it was Philip. Because the uncle owned up to the other boy. Yeah. So why would he not have taken this boy too? But yeah, as you say, the time would have been all. It, it does go straight to But the then again, house. the film isn't really linear, is it? No. It's not really. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> anyway, sorry, sorry. Yeah. More, more I just realised it's never night. No. But the entire film? Yeah. It's never no, it's night. No, it's not. No. So that's a permanent sort of... It should be really sunny. Yeah, but, but it's, it's murky not. fucking... Yeah. Like a like a Sunday afternoon... Rainy Sunday afternoon when you're a kid. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I've got even his back gardens dire. Yeah. yeah. Water butt on its side and just metal cans. Oh, do you know when he's rim. raking through the fire bin? Hmm. <laughs> oh, that mate, I could smell that. Like... <laughs> I felt horrible. The whole <laughs> film made me feel fucking horrible. Being in sort of a good way, yeah. it's so hard to describe it. No, no, no. I, know I what feel you like mean. I've achieved something. Yeah, it was a really. Yeah, you pick. bummed us all out, you fucker. <laughs> it was a really good pick. Doesn't feel like it's affected Dan in the slightest. No. Maybe it really has, and he That's can't leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he's just sat. I'm rocking backwards. <laughs> maybe he's made his own spider puppet. He's with done. eight massive arms. The greasy strangler and possum two looks running. <laughs> he's just gone. Nah, yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't do it. it. I can't do it. <laughs> Amazing. Right. Well, that's that's Amazon. I guess we've now got to try and review. I'm so sorry. This has been an hour of the bleakest shit yeah, in the world. And I, I know really, I've really seen a couple of other people who listen to not. I'm not at the best weeks. So. Well, I'm one of them. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I feel bad. And the sound quality is probably a bit different as well. Cause Dan's normally the one. Dan stole Paul's mic. Yeah. For lols. And he's also got the recording program we use on his laptop. Yeah. yeah. I think he put it on my laptop. But we don't know how to use it anyway. So. No, 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 no. Right. So anyway, um, I would say oh, it's hard. I, I think I'd say get it watched. I'd say have a go because uh, I'm, I'm reserving for get it watched for films that I would recommend to almost everybody. You know, right? And this yeah. is not a film I would recommend to everybody. No. 
I you've got to be. Imp- I, I'd see it as quite an important film. Oh yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, not, not, <laughs> it's not, not a. Everyone. It's definitely not a disposable horror film. No, no, it's going to stay with me. Yeah, for a absolutely. While. It really is me as well. Like Mother, it's, Mother is still with me after yeah. what two years. Same. Did you see it? No, no, just oh. my mum. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I close my eyes, yeah. I would choose. Four. I would choose Mother for one of my. Episodes, but yeah, I don't. I Can it not be soon? I can't watch for it. Can yet. we have some fun? <laughs> I'm gonna say, I got to start again. picking some fun ones. Mine are all bleak <laughs> well, as fuck. Well, this episode, we're going to be picking the listener's choice. For <laughs> okay, listener's choice. Nice. Okay, let's Next, uh, uh, do you have a magical roll of the dice. I do, right? If it, I'm telling you now, listener, whoever you are, if it's bleak, you can fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I've uh, because we've had this list for a while and I haven't. Written the we'll names of people next to it. So. Well, it's fine. We'll just roll and then have a scroll. Roll and scroll. Roll and scroll. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it. That's a good way off the table. Nine. Nine. Oh, terrifier. Terrifier. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sort of came up. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that good? Well, depends when I get internet back. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to watch Terrifier, then. That was really anticlimactic, yeah, really sorry. Is, yeah. <laughs> we're quite low energy this evening. Normally, you've got... Uh, <laughs> I'm a lot. Normally, you've got, um, yeah, like, a pretty extensive knowledge. You've not seen it. No, Dan is actually the only one out of the four of us that's seen yeah. it. I've seen a lot about it. It's plastered all over everything. Okay. Yeah, that, that one scene is plastered all over everything, so... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Excellent. Who was it that, that no, suggested no that? Oh, okay. No idea. Well, cheers. Oh, I you are. think I've got a feeling it was. Um, wait, I've got to look his name up. Bounce and shows because he changes his name on Instagram fairly regularly. That's that then. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry for Good the lord. Bomber of an episode. That's some. That's some dead air <coughs> right there. I don't know what to. I don't, we're all dying. It's all. It's all bleak. It's we're all sad. One. It's been a rough one, guys. Um, Dan's having a nap. <laughs> maybe we should have all had a nap. Maybe, maybe we should. But then we'd have watched this film for nothing. So. Right. What I'm going to do as a gift to you guys, to you listeners, you lovely little chocolate hams, who I feel like we might have upset this mm. <laughs> Um is that, by the way, have a go, I think is what we're yeah. settling on. Yeah. I think yeah. That's, I think that's a good... Yeah. We need to find one we hate. Have we done one where we've said leave it out? We've done ones that Dan hates. We did the bye bye man, didn't we? Oh, oh we said leave yeah, it out. That was a leave it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking awful. Yeah, fuck. god damn. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking bad. That was shocking, yeah. <laughs> I tried. I really tried. <laughs> it's just uh, Yeah, right. So what I'm gonna do for you lovely chocolate hands at the end of this track at the end of this track, at the end of this podcast, I'm gonna put in full the Glitter Wolf song, Secret Fantasy. Because right. it's nice and it's poppy and it's happy <laughs> and, it, and it might just cheer you up. So if you like 80s synthy pop, stay until the end of the also, track. Also, if you like our standard theme tune. That's also me. Same band. Yeah, yeah, that's also Glitter Wolf. Uh, so, so yeah. Um, we'll, 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 if you're thinking about stealing their album artwork, you can fuck right Right, on. hang on, hang on. Let me click. Now, now I've got a platform. Let me clear this up because... It looks like, and I don't know if it's intentional, that the guy that we hired nicked that artwork. Uh, yeah. So, 
I can go in. If, 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 if one listener says, I want to know more about what happened, I'll expunge more on it next week. But <laughs> safe to say, eggs on my face. Um, no, no one has done anything malicious. It just looks like a bit of a weird coincidence. But Mizu Cat's art came out first. Go check out Mizu Cat on Instagram. Her art is fucking brilliant. Um, and she does commissions and yeah, it's, it's amazing. If I, if I could afford it, I would get some after horror artwork done by her. Um, but yeah, she's phenomenal. Um, and go check her out. Um, and that's the end of the episode now. Probably thank God everyone's thinking, Jesus. He's been Paul. I have. It's been Chris. And he's been Mike. Um, keep it, keep it spooky. And the real horror. Is um, Garth Marenghi's imagination? Yeah, blood. Matthew Holness, blood, blood. Yeah, blood. Crimson blood and bits of sick.